from the Allen Samuel Studios. This is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome in uh, our good friend, and we hope yours, Jerry Hill from Baylor Athletics, Baylor Athletic Communications. Uh, we like to refer to you as the Baylor Insider. How's that? Let's, let's go with The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. I mentioned this, Baylor football. Yeah. Uh, this is a date that folks may not, you know, realize uh, is a significant date for Baylor yeah. football, but it really is. Yeah, this is, uh, you know, we had so many come in in the spring, John. You forget that there were a bunch of signees that, you know, weren't making it into the summer because it just seems like more and more now, even the high school signees, they're skipping that last semester, yeah. graduating early and getting in in the spring. But, uh, yeah, I had 13 more uh, additions uh, this week. And Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. John, you, I know you would remember, but I remember how big a deal move-in day yeah, was yeah, that's for right. football guys. Right, you right. know, I mean, they were coming in early. They were, you know, starting camp first week of August or whatever, and it was a big deal that first move-in day for those football guys. Yeah. And now that's kind of a thing of the past. Right. This was a little bit of that move-in yeah. day, you know, this weekend. So, uh, yeah, it's, it is funny. I mean, all those guys are here. They'll be here all summer. Yeah. And, and certainly they'll be more ready in, in August. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on a Wednesday. Hey, we're glad you're with us today. Jerry Hill in the open. Jerry was on with us yesterday. Just a fount of knowledge, a great source of information. And uh, if you missed any or all of that, we we covered a lot of topics with Jerry Hill. Aaron has the podcast up and available at SyntexSportsFan.com or on social media at 1660 ESPN. Am I right? A fount of information from Jerry Hill. Yeah, I don't. Except for you and maybe Mac, I don't think there's anybody oh. you can talk to that oh. has more firsthand knowledge of Baylor athletics. I like that. Just do we get that recorded? Do we have that on tape? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, like but I, you know, it's uh, you like when he was on yesterday. You just rapid fire through. Yeah. You know, men's golf still in. Yeah. Talked about that. Talked about Baylor track and field. We talked. You know, everything football. that's happened. We talked about football yep. with everybody arriving. Which we were talking about as we were listening to the open, you know, like uh, back in the day, it was a big deal when a kid showed up early to enroll. That's right. Didn't happen. It very didn't often. happen very yeah. often. Now most of your class is going to early enroll. Right. It seems like or right. about half. It, yeah. And we were also talking about there used to be gray shirts where you you know the the hmm. the, the athlete would wait until the next semester to enroll. That way a scholarship would be open. Yeah. Obviously, you don't see that anymore with the transfer portal. 
opening up as many scholarships as it usually does on everyone's <laughs> rosters. But Yeah, that's kind of a moot point these days. Yeah, there's no gray shirts anymore, but uh, there's still plenty of uh, – Still plenty of player movement. But the, uh, the the football conversation yesterday was about the guys that were coming in for the start of, uh, of summer. Summer session begins tomorrow on the Baylor campus, so those guys are here. And more football news today. How about that? So here we are, the last day of May, and we get first from, uh, from Baylor, I guess first from the Big 12, and then from Baylor, some kickoff times and dates for some early season games uh, for Baylor. Baylor, it's the first three non-conference games, and we know now that uh, the kickoff, September 2nd, Texas State at McLean Stadium. Just assume they're at McLean Stadium, unless I say otherwise, you know, with eight home games. (laughs) So so Texas State at home to open the season, a 6 p.m. kickoff. That's good. That's uh, it's going to be hot on September second, so six p.m. is good. Uh, week two, September 9th, against Utah. The Utes coming to Waco. Eleven a.m. kickoff. <laughs> How do you think they're going to like that? that? That is that you couldn't. I don't think plan it out any better for Baylor <laughs> to have Utah coming in. Well, well, what did I say to you from a football standpoint? Yeah, absolutely. For our fans, uh, it's going to be tough, right? Yeah. But Utah's going to show up. It's still going to be probably over a hundred oh, degrees think, yeah. in early September, and it's still going to be kind of cool-ish at eleven a.m. It probably won't be. Uh, probably maybe. won't be in the nineties. Maybe at kickoff, <laughs> but <laughs> soon after by halftime, I'm sure that'll be triple digits. Oh, so. man! So game two, September 9th, Utah in Waco, eleven a.m. kickoff. Game three, it is Long Island coming to Waco, and that will also be an eleven a.m. kickoff. Uh, TV designations also on those three games. First, uh, first and third games on E. ESPN Plus. That'll be Texas State and uh, Long Island. And then the middle game against Utah gets the ESPN treatment. So that's pretty good. I mean, to me, that says, ooh, this is a marquee early season non-conference game. Yeah, that's going to be the national ESPN game early at 11 a.m. That's a big deal. That is. It really is to get in that spot. So uh, it'll be coming, I guess it would be coming right out of game day to kick at 11 a.m. Central. So so that's really big. Uh, We had this discussion in our athletic communications meeting yesterday. I spouted something off, and I was wrong. Do you know, Aaron, so Long Island week three, do you know the mascot? For Long Island University, this would be a stretch. If you know this one, the Gauchos. <laughs> I have no idea. Lots of Gauchos <laughs> yeah. in Long Island, New York, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good, good guess. Uh, no, my thinking was it was. Now, if we had Schlotsky sandwich to give away, uh, Schmaltz's sandwiches to give away, uh, we do this as a trivia question. We don't have anything to give away in the three o'clock hour. But uh, so we'll just have this, and you can ask someone else and know the answer. Um, my first thought was the Blackbirds. I can remember Long Island University Blackbirds, mm-hmm. and uh, someone, uh, Madeline Allen, challenged me on it and said, "Are you sure about that?" And I said. No. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not really. So she looked it up, and indeed she was right. They're the Sharks, Long Island University Sharks. But then upon further review, they were the Blackbirds. 
and they changed. They felt like it might be racially insensitive to be the Blackbirds, so they changed their name to the Sharks. So I, I was sort of right, not completely right, okay. and Madeline was completely right. They're so the moral of the story. Moral of the story is uh, <laughs> no. I, I I'm honestly surprised that you were stumped by one. You don't get stumped by many mascots of college well, teams. Well, I said blackbirds now, and which was their and let me see, let me look was again. their mascot until like it you was. said like they so let me see they when changed they it. changed it. See how recently they changed it. Um, so you were technically correct. And now, I mean, no, not really. <laughs> Now I've lost the uh, search here, so I'll look that up and see when they changed it. But they are they are the Sharks. They were the Blackbirds, uh, and that's Baylor's third opponent. The uh, fourth game of the season is the conference opener at home. First four at home. That would be the Texas. Do you know the mascot for the University of Texas? Mascots for four hundred, Aaron. <laughs> I just for which one? University of Texas. The Aggies. <laughs> Let me Just look. make everybody mad. Yeah. The so- Texas Both Sooners. Mad. <laughs> Let me look and see if you're right. <laughs> no, we're all familiar with that one. Uh, yes. So Longhorns in week uh, four. Uh, first four home games at home. Four of eight home games for the Bears. September 2nd, 19th, 16th. And 23rd are all home games for Baylor. So uh, dress appropriately, dress cool. We know the game times for the first three now uh, for Baylor's uh, season. Uh, We also got some early season uh, kickoff date changes. Season will begin on Thursday, August 31st. Oh, that's another thing about the Baylor schedule. Um, None of the games were designated for a Thursday kickoff, so every game will stay on the same date. So if you have a Baylor schedule, that's not going to change. we just got to fill in the times. So no Thursday or even a Friday game for Baylor this year. Season begins Thursday, August 31st. UCF opening against Kent State. That'll be on FS1. And Kansas opening against Missouri State on Thursday, August 31st. It's just weird hearing you talk about the the opening Big 12 game <laughs> right. involving UCF. UCF. Yeah. I, know. I mean, I'm glad. I, I, I love the four additions to the conference, but it's going to take some getting used to. How about this? Then you go to Saturday, September 2nd. TCU opens on Fox at 11 a.m. against Colorado. Ooh. Colorado's first game. three games are, are all televised on national TV. Colorado's? Yep. Oh, prime, sure. Yeah. Uh, lots of uh, chatter about Colorado. Are they headed <laughs> to the Big 12? There they, is a lot of smoke. A lot of smoke. TCU uh, playing them in Fort Worth this year. They played in Boulder last year. Mm, that's about it, really. The next week, there is uh, there are a couple games that could be Friday or Saturday. Houston at Rice and Illinois at Kansas. Um, those are the highlights, really. And then you move on through. A few other games over the course of the year have already been designated a kick time and a uh, television. Uh, how about this? Friday, September 29th, Cincinnati at BYU. And that'll be the... Uh, the um, uh, Big 12 after dark kickoff time of 9.15. Wasn't that the kick time when we played in Provo this year? 9.15 yes. Central time? It was. Yeah. But it was actually, and then delayed a bit, so it was actually <laughs> like a 9.45 yes. kickoff. <laughs> I remember. But I Cincinnati's did. coming from the Eastern time zone. They're going to Provo. <laughs> so body time, that'll be uh, 10.15 p.m. kickoff. Yeah, that could be... Uh 
could be a long trip for them. Mm, yeah. We'll see. Yeah. But that, that, yeah, that's uh, – let's see. I got – I think I left here about 2 a.m. that night. Did you really? Yeah. I, I bet think, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other games of note, Oklahoma and Texas, uh, Saturday, October 7th. It'll be on ABC. No time designated there. Um, the Friday after Thanksgiving, TCU at Oklahoma, 11 a.m. on Fox. Tech at Texas on ABC at 6.30. Big 12 championship game Saturday, December 2nd on ABC at 11 a.m. Hope, uh, hope we are there. We being Baylor are there on December 2nd. So those are some of the highlights of football. Early season and uh, specialty uh, games, nights, dates announced today by the Big 12 Conference. Most notable out of that, Baylor season opener against Texas State and a le- uh, I'm sorry, a 6 p.m. kickoff at McLean Stadium. Week two against Utah, 11 a.m. Week three against the Sharks of Long Island, 11 a.m. kickoff. All right, uh, that's how we get started today on this Wednesday. We appreciate you being with us. Coming up in a bit, we'll visit with Michael Ford, Baylor's track and field coach. They have a good number that have qualified for the NCAA championships next week down in Austin. It's June 7th through the 10th, and Coach Ford will join us to talk about those qualifiers. So we look forward to that. Right now, we'll take a break. Be back with more in just a moment alongside Aaron Sexton from the Allen Samuels Studios. Thanks to Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business. Keep up with your Texas Rangers right here on ESPN Central Texas. This one's gone! In opposite field, grand slam for Josh Young. It's 4-0 Texas. LeMahieu being waved around. Here's the throw from Garcia. Play at the plate. He is out at home play. A perfect throw by Adolis Garcia. One hop into Jonah Heim, who applies the sweep tag. LeMahieu. It's Ranger baseball all season long on ESPN Central Texas. Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison & McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. 
the source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Crawford Independent School District and wishes the Pirates and Lady Pirates all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays and open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, Call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. Since 2014, CNA Agribusiness and the Anthony Bubert family have been supporting the agricultural needs of the Crawford community and surrounding areas through custom application, crop scouting, and other services. CNA Agribusiness is family-owned, and as lifelong residents of Crawford, they're proud to raise their children in this community and to cheer on the Crawford Lady Pirates. Let's go Pirates! Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Ted and Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor, Scott & White, Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our goal is to get you back in the game. Back with us from the Allen Samuel studio, John Morris alongside Aaron Sexton. And we are glad you're with us. Brought to you in part by Alliance Bank Central Texas. At Alliance Bank, you'll find superior service and products to meet your financial needs. Alliance Bank, two locations in Waco, one in Temple, one in Georgetown. I laugh because when I sent our uh, football radio crew uh, kind of a heads up on the schedule, kickoff times, those first three games, uh, Ricky Thompson was the first to reply, (laughs) and he said, it's going to be hot on those Utes on September 9th. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Thinking the same thing we were. Exactly. We saw and he's exactly right about that. One other uh, matchup of note, interesting, uh, it is West Virginia and Penn State, and they play on September September 2nd, so that's the opening weekend. That game will be in Happy Valley, but it's a 6.30 kickoff on NBC. Now, doesn't that look weird? NBC because the new contract with NBC and Peacock and the Big Ten kicks in this year Mm -hmm. or starts this year. So West Virginia at Penn State on NBC on September 2nd. Well, they were having trouble getting schools to play the evening games, Ohio State. Oh, they don't want to play them late in the year, especially. Right, and that that was the biggest thing, especially in November. But Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State. They were really balking. Did not want to play night games in in November. (laughs) Right. Hey, you're paying you a lot of money. That's exactly right. You've got to play when we want you to play. There's a reason why that contract went up to almost a billion a year. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It means you better get your team ready and get used to Saturday night football. But I think this will be the first one on NBC. Uh, as they get back in, I mean, they've had Notre Dame, but as they get back into college football in a big way, uh, West Virginia front and center at Penn State on September 2nd. Uh, okay, again, some of the highlights of the upcoming football season schedule-wise, those released today by the Big 12 Conference office. Uh, let's see. Uh, 
baseball moving on into the NCAA regionals. They begin on Friday. All six Big 12 schools in action on Friday. And everybody on the road except Oklahoma State. You know what I really didn't clue in about? Aaron, yesterday was, uh, or even Monday, was Kansas State got left out. Kansas State finished the regular season in a tie for fourth place in the league standings. They were 13-11. They were tied with TCU. Okay? Um, Texas Tech was a game behind them. Tech in the NCAA tournament. Oklahoma was two games behind Kansas State at 11 and 13. They're in the NCAA tournament. But K-State got left out. Two teams behind them jumped over them to get NCAA tournament bids. Yeah, you hardly ever see that in any sport. Usually, uh, of course, they RPI is one of the biggest, if not the biggest, and then strength of schedule. But they always look at your your conference at the conference record too. Yeah, and that's usually one of the biggest deciding factors. That's weird. Yeah, and I don't know. I didn't go in depth enough to look at RPIs for Kansas State compared to the others. It's probably a huge factor in why they didn't get selected. But uh, you know, you finish fourth in the league in a tie for fourth with TCU that won the tournament. Uh, and then you get jumped over by two teams behind you. That's that's kind of tough to swallow. Yeah, and especially like watching the selection show and you yeah. see two teams that were below you in the standings. Oh, right. You got to think, hey, right. okay, we're, we must be in the last bracket. I know, exactly. And then you're not, and you're like, wait a minute, what's going on here? You see Tech, and then especially Oklahoma, Oklahoma which finished two games yes. behind him, you think, oh, we're in. You yep. know, if Oklahoma's in, we're definitely in. Yep. <laughs> and then you're your just thinking, okay, we're in the last last part of the bracket. Uh, we just got to be patient. That's tough. Yeah, that is. That is tough. So all those regionals begin on uh, Friday around the country um, for six Big 12 schools. Kansas State is not one of those. Uh, Women's College World Series begins on Friday. Oklahoma is there. Oklahoma State is there. They both play in the opening day on Friday from, excuse me, USA Softball Hall of Fame Stadium in Oklahoma City. Uh, Today's a big birthday day, Aaron. We'll get to it a little bit later, but it is a big, big birthday day. Uh, I'll just give you a preview. My daughter, Megan Beard's birthday is today, so mm-hmm. happy birthday to Megan. Nice. She'll be at the top of the list, but it's a good list on the 31st day of May. And speaking of, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll visit with Michael Ford, Baylor's track and field coach. That's coming up after a short break. We are brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. Again, speaking of May 31st, that 60% off storewide clearance sale going on now ends today ends today may 31st so go by this afternoon stop don't what whatever you're doing go by diamore fine jewelers right now loose diamonds engagement rings wedding bands diamond stud earrings watches diamond fashion gold fashion all up to 60 percent off store-wide sale only at DMRA Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. It's the Memorial Day sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco, and these deals couldn't be any hotter. Shop the greatest selection of brand new inventory in Central Texas, and now get 10% off MSRP on 2023 Ram 1500 Crew Cab Lone Stars and Laramies. That's right, or 2.9% for 72 months. The choice is yours. Shop our huge selection of new inventory today or browse online. Hurry in to the Memorial Day sales event going on now at Allen Samuels in Waco. Offer ends May 31st. 
Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial business is in good hands. Alliance Bank Central Texas with two Waco locations, also in Temple and Georgetown and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has been the number one provider of structural pipe, ranging from one half inch to 24 inch in diameter. They can handle all your fencing needs. They also carry square tubing from one half inch to six inches for weekend warrior projects, such as deer stands and ornamental iron jobs. If you need purlin, tubing, beams, weld plates, H braces, fence posts, culverts, or metal building supplies, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has the largest inventory of those products in Central Texas. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at pioneerboys.com. Listen to the John Moore Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. In the five or so years that I've been servicing my cars here at Freddie Kish, I've been extremely pleased. I've been a customer of Freddie Kish for going on seven years. They just make it so convenient. And then on the other side, they just care. The guys in here are so friendly. They call me by name when I come in, and why would I want to change? I certainly wouldn't be giving any referrals to any other car servicing center in the area. I absolutely would not take my car anywhere else. It's the people and the professionalism, and uh, I wouldn't go anywhere else. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. Up to 60% off storewide clearance now at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Friendly GIA certified diamond experts, top diamond quality, thousands of markdowns hurry in. Up to 60% off at this first time ever clearance event at DMRA Fine Jewelers. Loose diamonds, engagement rings, wedding bands, diamond stud earrings, watches, diamond fashion, and gold fashion, all up to 60% off. Not a discount store, it's only at DMRA Fine Jewelers. You're listening to The John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. You're listening to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now back to today's JMO Radio Show from the Allen Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Back with us as promised, joined now by Michael Ford, Baylor's track and field head coach, back from Sacramento, California, NCAA West prelims out there. A good number qualifying for the national championships next week, just down the road in Austin. And Coach Ford, thanks for being on with us. How are you today? I'm doing great. It's always a pleasure to speak to Baylor Nation and, and the Baylor family. And I'm doing well and getting getting hot. <laughs> it, is. it is warm in texas isn't it uh yeah i'm guessing it wasn't this warm out in california last week 
No, I mean, it was beautiful during the day. Um, but when the meet started, I know the NCAA changed the schedule a little bit just because of the distance running. Um, I don't think anyone wants to run a 10K or a, or a 5K in 90-degree weather. <laughs> right. um, but, the, but the sprints got – it was a little cooler during the sprints. So uh, I was definitely looking forward to being back in Texas. But – with going down to Austin, the meet starts around uh, around eight o'clock. So um, it's going to be long, long nights. Yeah, down in Austin the next week. Absolutely, but isn't it nice uh, to be looking ahead to that? And you've really got a good number fourteen qualified for the championships. How do you feel about that number? Well, I felt pretty good. I mean, I, I think we we went into it with a with a, a, a number. I think uh, when I was talking to. Jerry Hill, he, he asked me what was a, a number. I said thirteen, mm, right. um, and so um, I think I think that we competed well. I think the only hiccup we had really was um, the four by one men um, just had a bad handoff on the first exchange, and um, and then Dylan and uh, Ema, uh, they were they were that unlucky thirteen to get in the nationals for the, oh. for the 400 yeah but other than that i thought i thought we hit where we needed to hit at yeah you're right on the number then if you uh thought 13 and you got 14 that's good a couple others could have gotten in so so very very close um how about uh how about both relays on the women's side and then the men's four by four on the men's side always good to qualify those relays yeah i mean the men the men and the women's four by fours have been running well all year so those weren't really surprises. I thought the women's four by one. It wasn't a surprise, um, but we started we started putting that together late in the year just because uh, Mariah Ayers and um, Ima Yuko were running so much stuff already. It was just another race to add on to them. So um, we didn't actually run their first four by one until LSU. So basically, the regional one was our third one of the year, um, and they broke the school record. Um, by about a half a second, and um, but they look good by doing it. And uh, Bria Buller and Michaela Francois ran the other two legs on that relay. Um, so I'm looking forward to that relay. Go, I would say going into the season, I didn't know that relay would be as strong just because of the just because of the people that we lost from last year. Yeah, very good. How about Maria Ayers uh, qualified? Mariah Ayers qualified in uh, three different events, both relays and then the open. <laughs> Yeah, she she's had some goals for the year. I mean, one of her goals was, of course, to make nationals in the in the two hundred again. And I mean, she definitely made it like indoor in the two. And um, she's a vital member of our of our relays. She runs first leg on the four by one, and then she runs anchor leg on the four by four. But I was really impressed with her two hundred. Um, actually, broke our school record. Um, Brita Taylor Bennett's record in the in the two hundred, and that's one of her big goals. And she she's going in to the I guess our national championship on a good on a good note and so just depends on how she competes on Thursday to see if she can make it to the final and it'll be her first um, individual final very nice very nice that'll be fun to watch will you uh with her qualifying in three events um will you run her all all the rounds in both those relays or maybe sub out a little bit for in there um no we actually can't afford to sub her um I think the big, the big uh, thing is really Wednesday. I, I don't really look forward to Friday and Saturday. I kind of just <laughs> focus on right. Wednesday and Thursday. And so I think for you to make final, uh, I mean, you got 24, 24 relays that are that are that advance, and you only got you only take nine to the final. 
And so for me, is hey, we got to put our best our best people on that relay on Thursday and on Wednesday to make it to the final. And so she'll definitely be on both of them. And the way the schedule set up for Thursday, it's pretty spread out. So she resting and all that, and I probably probably do more stuff at practice with her um, with shorter time. I got you, but I think she'll be fine. I got you. Very good. How about uh, Ben Conacher, seventeen uh, eight in the pole vault? Uh, was that a little bit of a surprise, or do you think he could pop one like that? Well, Ben has been looking. It's weird because Ben, it's always Ben has been looking really good in practice with Coach Richards, uh, and so he's been he's he's been on getting on some bigger poles, and I think he he's had a hamstring injury and he had a, a shoulder and he finally got healed up and so watching him in practice I, I, I thought he could do that we were actually thinking he could probably jump out 18 foot mm-hmm. um and he, he put it together at the right time and he, when he cleared that last his last bar we knew that that 12 other people wouldn't pass him on that last bar so it was yeah. good for him to finally make a national championship i think the last two years with the regional format he's been in the 20s and the 30s so for him to to make it uh, just a, a testament to uh to coach richards and to ben with the hard work this year that's fun to see and and brandon knows as well as anybody the history of baylor in the pole vault you know at nationals it's good to see uh, a guy like ben get back there yeah yeah i know last year the weather was wasn't ideal um when he was competing, it was a lot of crosswinds, so I think that affected him. But I also know Brandon's done a great job with, you know, you go from Casey Lightfoot to Susie Tidwell to, to, to Annie, Annie Rose, John again. And so he's had a history of great vaulters in the past, and uh, Ben's just added to that number. Visiting with Michael Ford, Baylor's track and field head coach. NCAA championships uh, begin next week down the road in Austin. One other individual to ask you about, uh, Zaza Prosper. I, I think I'm right. Did he finish third in, in the javelin out in the West prelims? Uh, is he set up for another uh, great run at a championship? Yeah, I believe he finished third third or fourth. Okay. And I think he his first throw, he was in the top 12, so he didn't have to really the, – the thing about the field events, at the regional meet, besides the pole vault, is you only get three attempts. Yeah, right. And you don't get your normal six. So he got the first one in and to, to get him in the top 12. And then um, he was just honestly, I think him and uh, Coach Shack are just working on some more, more so on technique. I got you. To get him prepared, get him prepared for the national championship. And um, I think once, once he cleans up his technique, he'll probably even throw a little farther. But I, I know. You. Um, he's looking good in practice, and now we just got to put it together at the, at, the, at the competition. Yeah, they don't give medals out for the prelims, do they? No, they, <laughs> it's they, just... surely, they surely don't. Yeah, right. I mean, going into it, uh, he'll he'll compete on he'll compete on Wednesday at five thirty. I think just one his big number one thing is making it to the final, making sure you're in the top nine, right. and then um, getting those extra three throws and and going from there. But he's in he's in good position to do well. I think the experience of last year being as a freshman making it to the final um, will help him and, um, and motivate him. Yeah, very nice. What's the benefit in your mind of uh, having the championships just down the road in Austin? Um, I would say Mac would love it that money-wise, it's a, it's a, <laughs> on the budget, right. it doesn't cost a lot. Um, we, get, we, we definitely have a lot of uh, fan support. In, in the state of Texas, and so I think that's a good thing. So we have some former alum that may come down, and um, and then it, we're 
90 miles away from Austin. Um, I also think we're used to the heat. Mm-hmm. So even though the meet's pretty late, I think our kids, even our distance, uh, Anna, she'll be used to the climate here. And then um, and then being almost being at home, and I think that's the big thing. And we also we've run at UT a few times this year. So um, just the surroundings and the familiarity, I think that's a big thing for us, um, and I think just the. But I also think the 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 heat is going to bother more so the northern schools than the southern schools. I would think so because it looks like I mean looking ahead to next week, it's going to be pretty warm in Austin. Yeah, it'll be warm, and I I think this year and it'll be different too because this year the meet's pretty late. I, I think uh, I think on day one, I think the like the four by fours they. I think they go off at 10, 10 p.m. Huh. I think the ladies on Thursday, they run at almost 10.50. So oh, wow. it's late me and just trying to get them acclimated to what do you do during the whole day mm-hmm. of not competing and then you compete late at night. And so um, normally I would, like now, I would go more in the morning because of the, of the heat. But now I'm working out around 3 or 4 to kind of get used to at least – getting up and doing doing some moving around a little later than than going in the morning. Yeah, you're a taskmaster. Got them out there running this time of the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, I think I think God blessed them yesterday cause we, we were scheduled to work out at 3 yesterday. And then oh, and it rained. Storm come through. <laughs> yeah. yeah so we actually stayed inside yesterday, so they were they were pretty excited. Nice. <laughs> they didn't have to go out yesterday. <laughs> Very good. Final thought, What uh, with the number that you have qualified, uh, where do you think you guys, uh, men and women, could finish in Austin? Well, the, the goal always going into the season is always trying to finish. And I think the men, we finished in the top 20 last year. So that's that's the goal for another run um, this year. Um, I think with um, – it's weird. Uh, we You have uh, Nathaniel who scored last year. You have Zaza that scored last year. Um, and then I would say the 4 by 4 last year didn't, didn't, didn't even make – we got the cute. So – I think with those three, we could, if we hit right, we could be top 15. And the ladies' side, if we finish in the top 25, I would be happy. Yeah. But I think uh, Anna, Anna has a good shot to score in the 10. Um, she did. She was second at, at the regional meet, um, and so and it's her last, her last 10, at least her last 10k with Baylor. Um, and then Mariah has a good shot in the two, and, and both relays have a good shot. Um, and so that, and then also Hanse did well last year. Mm-hmm. So we can get we can get them. I think we'll finish in the top twenty-five. Very nice. Hey man, I appreciate your time. Thanks very much, and uh, good luck next week in the NCAA championships. Well, as always, it's always a pleasure to talk to you and Sikkim Bears. That is Michael Ford, Baylor's track and field coach. Uh, the lone sport still going here at Baylor. It's a long season for track and field, and they will run at the NCAA Championships in Austin. That is next week, June 7th through the 10th in Austin. So, uh, again, a good number of uh, qualifiers from Baylor for that meet, the national meet next week. All right, uh, we'll take a break, be back, uh, share with you some of those uh, birthdays. Mentioned a big birthday day today. Share that with you. 
you look ahead to the Matt Mosley Show. Plenty more coming up. Stay with us. John Morris Show brought to you in part by Pioneer Steel and Pipe, serving Central Texas since 1943. Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, the same family-operated business covering four generations. John Embry now handing things off to Braden Embry. You are invited to uh, drop by and check out their brand new Waco location, 2003 South Loop 340 and Highway 6. Great thing is it's a new store, but you'll find the same great customer service and low prices that customers expect. The new location features a huge showroom with over 2,000 items, including all the do-it-yourself steel products from Spring Creek, Makita Power Tools, nuts and bolts from Hillman, plus welding rods and welding accessories. They also have a great selection of rebar, plus they now stock Sackcrete. Tradition and experience serves you at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. They are Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor. Open Monday through Friday, 730 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon, 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. Remember, they deliver and unload. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Hi, this is Chuck Morgan of the Texas Rangers. You're listening to the home of Baylor Athletics and Rangers Baseball, ESPN Central Texas. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Colwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Introducing the new B.O.B. Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco. Hey, folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. I want to thank everybody for a jam-up April and ask for more of the same in May. If you're thinking about trading or selling your vehicle, we will offer you $1,000 of our wholesale value, which will save us a trip to the auction. So don't be fooled by all those big discounts offered by some. Totally find out that the hidden cost could cost you thousands. Buy from people you can trust without all the gimmicks. So give us a call, 840-3261 or 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away at McGregor. We'll treat you like family. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Does the thought of mice, rats, or other rodents taking up residence in your walls or attic make you feel uncomfortable? Once inside, these unwanted critters can cause thousands of dollars in damage to your home. The experts at 855-BUGS can identify points of entry and eliminate them. We use a variety of methods to keep rodents out. Be proactive, not reactive. Let 855-BUGS ensure your home is protected with a free inspection and comprehensive treatment plan. Visit 855-BUGS.com now to schedule your free inspection. Hey guys, it's Jana with Advanced House Leveling and Foundation Repair. We started. Oh, hey. Hi, everybody. Hey, look, my shirt's like, look how much it looks like I've lost weight. Oh, that was one of the new shirts that you got. 
That's that, exciting. That was mean. No. So I was trying to make myself feel better by buying bigger shirts, and now you just reminded me I'm just fatter. Well, no matter what size shirt you guys P-H-A-T. wear, P-H-A-T. we would be happy to come out and Pretty give you and tempting. a free inspection for your foundation if you have any questions Ooh, yeah. or concerns. 254-235-4922 or fixitjimmy.com. I'm in a good mood. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our Edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back. With five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app, banking has never been easier. TFNB Your Bank for Life. Member FDIC. with us john morris show final segment may 31st big day as i said big birthday day let's uh let's get right to it share some birthdays with you top of the list uh, my daughter megan beard happy birthday megan today uh met uh she and truett and turner and my wife terry for lunch today so happy birthday to megan and a quick stop by uh kendra scott to Pick up a little birthday deal. Kendra Scott, you know, on, in your birthday month, I think you can buy any anything they have in the store, and it's 50% off. Oh, wow. During your birth month. Hmm. How about that? So it's May 31st, last day for her, and she collected on that. So happy birthday, Meg. Love you, and uh, wish you nothing but the, but, uh, the best. Other uh, birthdays today, uh, it's Chuck Reedy's birthday today, former Baylor head football coach. Was the offensive coordinator, came to Baylor from Clemson, and uh, then succeeded Coach Taft when he retired after the 92 season. So happy birthday to Chuck Reedy, now in retirement himself. Uh, Looks like he's up in Goose Creek, South Carolina. Looks like 74 years old for Coach Reedy today, but uh, he still looks good in those pictures. Happy birthday to Coach Reedy. Bodie Posey's uh, birthday is today. Happy birthday to uh, Bodie. Great with us in athletics now, moving into retirement himself. Uh, It's Reggie Witherspoon's uh, birthday today. Reggie, former Baylor track standout. So Reggie... Uh, was at the University of Florida, transferred to Baylor, finished his career at Baylor, and then went on, actually made an Olympic team uh, for the U.S. Olympic team as one of their quarter milers. And at the time, uh, he was in Waco training here, and uh, we were going to the same church. And I said to him one day, uh, hey, after the Olympics, uh, I've got these runner's tags from the Olympics, one from Michael Johnson and one from uh, Daryl Williamson when they ran in the Olympics. If, just if, you have an extra, like, leftover runner's tag from the Olympics that you could hand off to me, I'd put it in a frame and get our picture together and get you to sign it. And he says, I got you covered. And and then, so I mentioned that way back. Or, you know, I think I mentioned it first when he was in my office and he sold the, saw those that were in my office. And I said, all right, if you ever make the Olympics put you up here too and so one sunday at church he he hunts us down turn look looks around and hands me one of the runner's tags from i think the beijing games oh nice I think that's what it was that's pretty incredible yeah i'm not 
exactly sure what year it was, but he remembered and he brought it to me. Really, really cool. Nice. From the Olympics. So happy birthday to Reggie Witherspoon today. Uh, who else? I think that's it. I think that's all that I... Oh, one more. Uh, Miro Little, new to Baylor basketball. Happy birthday to Miro. Uh, just starting his Baylor basketball career, and he is already in town. He'll be here for the uh, summer, so look forward to getting to know him a little bit, bit better, but uh, uh, happy birthday to the uh, Finnish new basketball player at Baylor, Miro Little. All right, who else would you have on your birthday list today? Daryl McDaniels, also known as DMC of Run DMC, is 59. Tom Berenger, who starred in Platoon and Major League among hundreds of movies that he's been in is 73 colin he's farrell been in a bunch oh he has been in so many movies yeah. he really has that's that's probably his two biggest starring roles that in the the first principal movie he yeah. was the principal yeah um there was a wasn't he in a baseball movie yeah I, I uh, major him. league oh that's it yeah you yeah he was that, the yeah. catcher with the bad news there you go yeah. okay so uh, happy birthday to Tom Berenger, Colin Farrell, who's also been in a ton of yeah. movies. Uh, most recently that I saw, he was the uh, he was the penguin huh. in the Batman. Really? Where you know when it uh, with Robert Pattinson from the Twilight movies yeah, when he yeah. played it, um, he was in that. And I think he may have a short HBO. Now it's called Max, but mm -hmm. HBO Max series coming out hmm. as that character. Oh, I'm really? not sure. I'll have to Google that. Was he in the movie? Um, was it Colin Farrell? The uh, it was a guy who was like trapped in a phone booth. Maybe it was named. Yeah, phone that booth was him. Or something that yep. was him. Wasn't it? Uh, Colin Farrell was the star of phone booth. He, yeah. he and Kiefer Sutherland. Keith Sutherland was obviously the voice on the phone and the yep. bad guy in the movie. Ah, okay. Fun fact about that movie, they had finished it, and the director and the or the movie studio, one of the two, or maybe both, didn't like how the actor who had voiced the phone caller sounded. Yeah. So they completely re-recorded it oh my with Kiefer Sutherland. Wow. After production was done. Interesting. Yeah, they did. They... they they, I don't know if they wanted a, a different voice or a more recognizable voice. Uh -huh. I think Kiefer Sutherland's is pretty recognizable. Yeah, I think so, too. It's got, he's got a great voice. Um, but, yeah, he was not originally cast as the bad guy in that movie. How it it was that? done later. Wow. Let's see. Uh, Brooke Shields turns 58 today. NFL Hall of Famer. Joe Namath turns mm. 80 years old today. Joe Willie. And one of the greatest actors and directors ever. Clint Eastwood has a birthday today. Any guesses? Mm. Oh, my gosh. If Joe Namath is 80? <laughs> yes. How old is Clint Eastwood? Okay. Uh, I always shoot low on these, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go high to make sure I don't, don't uh, go too low. Clint Eastwood, I'll say 92. You are right there. He too. Yesterday, you would have been right. Oh, really? He's 93, 93 today. today. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Clint Eastwood, 93 years young today. Wow. And still going? Is he still? Yeah, he's still he, working, he had he? a movie come out that came out that he directed within the last year. Wow! And he's directed so many great, starred and directed in so many great movies. It, we could do the whole hour on Clint Eastwood right. movies that right. he's either acted, directed, or both, and uh, still probably not have enough time to list all the yeah. good ones. So Outlaw happy Josie Wales. That one of that's probably my favorite Clint yeah. Eastwood movie. I love that movie. I do love Unforgiven though. Mm -hmm. um, 
I like There's so many any which way but lose. Yeah. I love yeah, Clyde. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, that's such a great <laughs> movie. Right. The and uh, every which way but lose and any which way you can. The sequel, I liked them yeah. both. Sequel was a, I say a little hokier, like the first one wasn't <laughs> right. just super cheese ball, but great movies. Uh, and one recently, let's see what I, he directed. Grand Torino. He directed mm. Richard Jewell okay. about okay. the Atlanta yeah. Olympic bombing, which was a great movie. Man, I felt felt bad for that guy. Yeah. Just got villainized and he was actually a hero. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and and ended up passing away. He I think he got his name clear before he died, but still just basically lost his life. Had to move back in with his mother. Yeah. You know, I mean, so but anyway, uh all that being said, again, happy birthday to the great Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood, 93 years old today. Very good. Yep. All right. Uh, Matt Mosley is coming up next, top of the hour. What uh, do you guys have planned between four? Is it four and six? You got off a little early yesterday for the Rangers. We did. It is four to six today. Okay. We will talk with Waco Tribune Herald sports editor Bryce Cherry about Central Texas high school baseball and softball. Is uh, we have teams that are either ju- either have just been eliminated trying to get to state as Crawford softball Crawford was got bumped last out. night. Yeah. yeah, lost in the semifinals to a team that they beat in the semifinals, one to nothing mm. last year. So Weimer, right? Yes, and okay. that's I was going to say probably the best two pitchers in the state. I don't have any doubt that that was the best two pitchers in the state. Wow. And you knew it was going to be a good close game, and it was. But you know, Crawford was. On the wrong side of the scoreboard, but another great season. Just uh, one game short of being able to defend their state championship. Wow! But we will uh, we will talk with Bryce about that and about you know Baylor athletics. We'll talk about uh, Baylor track in the NCAA national championships next week, and we will also talk with Baylor golf standout Johnny Keeper. We're supposed to have him on oh, yesterday, but, uh-huh. but he's going to be on today. He qualified for the national championships as an individual, individual player. Right. So we will talk with him about that. That's also coming up very shortly. That's this weekend. No, it's no, over. Oh. He's finished. He, oh, oh, okay. He did qualify. Oh, that's right. He qualified. Yeah, and, and, yeah okay. No but spoilers. He finished but earlier this yeah. week. <laughs> he, he, had a, he had a good finish. We'll, yeah. we'll put it Sorry that way. Sorry to spoil that. No, no. I just, yeah, I misspoke. And I actually know what, what place he came in. Yeah. So, so uh, we will talk with uh, Johnny Kiefer about that coming up on the Matt Mosley Show as well. Plus, lots of... Conference realignment and transport oh, news every day, right? Especially conference realignment <laughs> right now. It seems like any day there could be huge news breaking, but it just still hasn't. Yeah, the so one we will see. The one. Okay, so all that coming up on the Matt Mosley show. Rangers back in action tonight. No, they played earlier today. They did oh, lose right. three yeah. to two. Okay, so they they have two losses. I think in the last four games, both three to two, mm, but they're still. Yeah. Uh, in first place in the American League West, still the second best record in Major League Baseball, and still an incredible baseball team. And uh, if you haven't been watching the Rangers for any reason, like say you just got burnt out of how bad they've been yeah. for the last few years, they are good. Start watching again. They are good. They really. They are. have a chance to win a hundred games this year. Sheesh. I mean, uh, you know, Pittsburgh and Tampa. Started off hot, too, and they've fallen off, but they didn't have the roster that the Rangers have. The Rangers have hitting one through, I was going to say one through nine, but they actually have about 11 guys that can hit really well at the major league level. They also have great pitching. Uh, As soon as Jacob deGrom gets back, 
which they play great even without their ace. When's he expected back? Uh, probably within the next couple of weeks. He's okay. got another uh, bullpen session, mm-hmm. I think, either today or tomorrow. And then uh, hopefully he will be back within the next couple of weeks. When that happens, they can move Dane Dunning back to the bullpen, which will help. And uh, the reliever yesterday, I'm blanking on his name, but he comes in and, and just was dominant. Hmm. Um and that was a breath of fresh air. If he can pitch like that and they can put Dane Dunning in the bullpen, they'll still probably make a trade at the deadline, but it wouldn't be as urgent. And, yeah. you know, they wouldn't be as desperate if they could do those two things. Nice. A very good Rangers team. I'm going up to the uh, Rangers game when they come back home against the Mariners on Friday. It's Baylor night at Globe Life Field. Oh, nice. So we're going up there for that. That'd be fun. What is it this year? Is um, it jerseys? The giveaway? I think it's a jersey. Yeah, I think that's what it is. But it's sold out. Like all the Baylor tickets oh, that I got they had you. available to get to the get jersey, the jersey yeah. it's yep. sold out. So great response there. So. Um, But that'll be fun. We're looking forward to being up there on Friday night. All right. uh, Stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Thanks to Coach Michael Ford, who was on with us. Lord willing, we'll be back with you tomorrow in the 3 p.m. hour. Aaron, thank you very much for making things work. And stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Wednesday at my local grocery store is uh, $5 sushi day.